Arts of Spirituality podcast. This is your host, Myra. This podcast takes us on a journey to finding new ways of spirituality that can help us ascend to our higher self and be one with the universe. Hi friends, today we have Stacey Lerma, who is an Etsy owner of Sunshine Goddess Goods. She is an herbalist and she sells a lot of herbs in her shop. And the thing that I love the most about Stacy is that she incorporates a lot of herbal magic with the things that she finds in the gardens, in the outdoors, or things that just somehow pop up. Hi, Stacy. How are you? Hello. Doing great. Thank you for having me on. So, Stacy. so I've seen a couple of your videos on TikTok, on Instagram, and like I mentioned, the thing that I love the most about you is that you incorporate everything into your magic. Like, I see you picking out, like, cotton or herbs or, like, different types of things that you could find in your garden and you incorporate into your magic. Uh, yeah, I, I think it's really important to take the things that are from around you and around your area and incorporate them into your magic. It connects you that much more with your ancestors. Like, I'm living where my ancestors have always lived. And so the things that I go get outside, like mesquite trees and... Uh, leaves from peca or pecans or, uh, you know, chichara shells, things like that. I know they've been around for hundreds of years and my ancestors have used them. And so it's that much more of a connection. And I just love doing it. I love being able to go outside and know that I have something that I can use in my craft, you know. It means so much more when you picked it, right? Like you grab it straight from the ground. It's not someone else grabbing it. It's not like someone importing it to you. It means so much more when you are personally picking it up, feeling the energy. You have a connection because it, you know, it called to you. This is the one, pick me. Like, especially if you're picking a flower for a, a certain purpose or using cactus to bind somebody or the spines to send something someone's way. Like, everything has energy. Everything calls to you if you're looking. <laughs> and then for the listeners, uh, Stacy is in Texas. So we have a whole bunch of people from Texas on this podcast. And... I've always said, like, there's something going on in Texas because everybody in Texas or all my guests that come on board are very spiritual, are very in tune with the ground, the earth, and I love that. It's the culture, you know, you're just, from the moment you're born, you're surrounded by spiritual things and, and you know, old wives' tales and little, like, sayings and little practices that our grandmas do, our moms do, they have candles burning everywhere and statues upside down in the yard for whatever purpose it's just a normal thing so to see it sometimes online being like oh this is witchcraft it's just like uh it's folk magic my grandma did that like <laughs> i don't have to call myself a witch to do traditional things right <laughs> it's just part of the culture <laughs> stacy how did you get into your spirituality i feel like it's kind of just always been around and once I learned what I had learned like throughout history or how the saints had been changed over and things like that, it just felt, felt very natural to lean into it more. And then um, I got more into my plants and my grandmother, she's a big part of my life. She was always in the garden. She was always, you know, teaching me things like, okay, go out and get some ceniso, uh, which is... Um, 
like Texas sage, silver sage, purple sage, it kind of depends uh, what you want to call it. And that's really good for like respiratory like infections if you have like a lot of like phlegm in your chest. And that's literally like, she's not trying to be witchy. She just knows that this plant has always helped her family and her mother use this plant. And that's where it comes from. Um, that's where my spirituality come from, just being around it, you know, just being in it and not realizing that it's actually considered like spirituality or curanderismoism or any of that. It's just, oh, this is what we do when we're sick. <laughs> <laughs> I scraped my knee. I need aloe vera. Like, what? what's Neosporin? <laughs> I say that and I'm a nurse, but you know. I mean, organic and natural, right? It's hard to not be like, uh... I know the plant works just as well, so let's try that. <laughs> In modern times, right? Like now, we kind of, at least for me, like I kind of question both ends. Like there's logic to both ends. Which one do I use today? <laughs> right? Like I was reading about an herb uh, and it was talking about, oh, you can take this um, for your stomach. Like, you know, da 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 da. And then I read somewhere, I keep reading and it's all, and it's also a strong, uh, abortion it. I'm like, what? They're like, so just take a little bit if you have a stomach ache, but take a lot if you want a bad stomach ache. I guess. I'm like, what? What? Like, and so things like that kind of make me weary about the traditional cures sometimes. But I've also noticed like, um, at least for me, right? I'm really into like nutrition. And there was this trend not too long ago about the papaya seeds, right? Oh, have papaya seeds, have papaya seeds in order to like detox and whatever. And which is good. But what they don't tell you is that if you over exceed, you could actually cause your body harm because it's also a toxin. Yeah, a lot of seeds have small traces like uh, apple seeds off the top of my head. A lot of people like to incorporate those into things. They have cyanide in them. They do. Yeah, and people don't realize, like, oh, I'll just grind up all these apple seeds, and they're just grinding up all this cyanide and putting it into an oil and slathering it all over. Exactly, and it, that's the thing that I was like, wait, no, you can't just do a detox off of um, the papaya seeds. Like, you could use them, but not do it excessively. Like, now people are all into, like, the sea moss things, right? Like, doing, incorporating it, like... It gives you so many minerals. It's like the the best thing that you could use for like vitamins, right? But if you over exceed the, the amount that you're supposed to get, it could actually mess up your thyroid because it has a lot of iodine. Stuff in the ocean usually has a lot of like iodine. That's the problem. Everyone always wants a quick fix for, <laughs> for stuff. Everyone's like, oh, I'll just drink this one crazy drink every day and I'll cure all my problems. And that's not how it works. It's a holistic approach. You got to exercise. You got to eat well. You got to be spiritually well. You got to be mentally well. Like all the way around. Mind, body, soul. <laughs> this changed your life. Like the moment that the light bulb came up, how did it change your life? It was a little bit freeing in a sense because when you grow Catholic and you grow up Hispanic, um, there's like a level of conservatism that just is over the top, you know? And by breaking away from the traditional roles that Catholicism and being Hispanic play in my life and exploring, like, all the aspects that, like, like you know, like, um, 
things that our ancestors weren't able to do literally like looking at plants and finding out these spiritual properties of them and using them it gives you a sense of strength you know it gives you a whole uh type of power from within that that i can only imagine comes from your ancestors and and their influence and so that um force within me is the strongest difference and i carry it with me and i try and spread it all around i go around like trying to hype people up all the time people tell me i should work for like a pr company because i'm always like no look you're gonna do this you're gonna fix it it's gonna be amazing just wait and so i i that's the biggest difference for me is just how m the power within me to help others you know the power within me to spread this light that i have and the want to do that as well absolutely it resonates with what you're saying because like you mentioned like we we always grow up with this magic going going on around right like the things that we do but that moment that you realize like oh it is actually magic a lot of people everybody oh. does this what exactly that moment that very second that you're like oh not everybody does this okay so what else could i do right what else can i tap into and you're a, a santa muerta devotee as well so it's like i'm sure that venturing out as well from like not so much catholicism and the beliefs in catholicism but obviously like the church right because it's there's a difference there's like the structure of the church and then there is the actual belief system that catholicism comes with how was that transition if you were ever going to pick a religion to transition from that religion into like mystical stuff, witchcraft, whatever, Catholicism would be it. You know, they teach you ritual stuff like daily. And then I was an altar server. And so I got to experience it and hold reverence for items in a different way. Like I was one of the people that carried like the cup that contains like the Eucharist that is the flesh of Jesus, you know, to the altar and place it on the altar in front of the church. And so you learn respect for so many different things like early on, you know, you learn how to respect items and how to hold reference for things that you may not understand. And that leads into everything else. I found a lot of like the, the structure and everything, like the reverence to have and the discipline from Catholicism and that translated over into my practice over here and so with Santa Muerte I grew up praying the rosary like a lot of Catholics they get together and as an altar server um, we would get together we would pray the rosary to end abortion because that's something that the church does like you know and as an altar server you don't have much choice you pray the rosary with the group but um, I pray the rosary now for Santa Muerte and I pray the rosary for the community on TikTok because I would like to have us all be strong brothers and sisters in Santissima. I pray for, you know, my family. I pray for those stuck in purgatory. And so a lot of those things are still Catholic things because when you're Catholic and you die, your family prays the rosary for you for the nine days, the novena, to pray you out of purgatory. And so it just shifted you know i still get to have a lot of my catholic faith without having to deal with like actually going to church and politics and stuff like that involving the church i still get to embrace the part of the religion that i love and i get to work with 
Santa Muerte, who is a very powerful and loving uh, saint. She's not a deity. She is a saint and motherly and just, uh, if you want to talk about being enveloped in love, like Santissima will give you that and more. <laughs> people, a lot of people think of like death when they think of Santa Muerte, you know, and it's not at all that way. And I'll tell you, she's been with me since I was about 14. And I spent years, many, many years terrified of her, terrified because of how you grow up caring about her, you know, the reputation that she has, who they say works with her, things like that. And so I was scared for years before I gave myself to her. And then once I did, I was like, what was I waiting for? What what was the holdup, you know? And then you have um, Santa Muerte rosaries, right? Which I found fascinating. Yes, I make those. Um, I've made them with different stones, some like, you know, ro uh, rose quartz or uh, pyrite, because that's one of the stones that she particularly likes. I have chunks of pyrite on her altar. Um, but also with the evil eye, um, that, you know, just an extra layer of protection. You have Santissima and you have the evil eye. Uh, and a lot of people who work with her see it like if her statue falls off your rosary that's the strongest way that you'll know like that she protected you from something big and a side note to that i drove i drove all the way to california from south texas uh it was like a 24-hour drive wow. and all the way back in my car with my family and on the day that we got back the moment we got back into my driveway the statue on the end of my rosary fell off. I've never driven in LA traffic, but like, thank everything she was with me. <laughs> oh my God, traffic there is insane. Yes, I'm like, it's, and they aren't even paying attention. They're like eating noodles <laughs> with chopsticks and talking on the phone Jeez. and like going 95 miles an hour. I live in Texas, we go 85 everywhere. And I thought they were going fast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in Chicago, we drive, I don't know, 65 sometimes is like speeding to me, you know? But then I drive like a grandma, so it's 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 a different story. You're in the city. I'm a, I have I have to drive 30 minutes to get to my closest Walmart. I live out in the middle of nowhere, so I live in small town Texas. Yeah. So we got to fly everywhere. <laughs> like I mean, in our cars anyway. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, um what life lessons did you learn through your spiritual journey? The biggest one would be to look to yourself for strength. So many times we look outward for strength when we're in our weakest moments, you know. Uh, so many times we're like, why won't someone help me? Why won't someone save me? Why did everyone abandon me? And I feel like I've learned that I hate to be like, you know, I'm not giving a pick yourself up by your bootstraps speech. I'm giving a you have more strength than you realize speech, you know, like I've been homeless, sleeping on the floor, pregnant in a back room. So I've been in those dark moments. And the only way that I mean, you can shout out to anybody you want, but sometimes those are just moments where there's no one. And you only have you, you have to look into yourself for strength. And your spirituality will help you do that because it helps you to realize that, you know, there's, you have this soul within you. There's nothing that's going to crush it. There's nothing that's going to end it except for you. 
that in itself is power. You have power to continue to living. You have power to make choices. You have power to keep on fighting. And so even when there's nobody else out there, you still have you. You aren't any, you aren't nothing, you know? And so if I could help everybody just to understand that concept that like, because so many just, so many people think of themselves as nothing. They think of them, they have like such low self-worth when you're your own biggest fan. You're your own biggest advocate. You're your own biggest uh, hype man, you know? Like wake up every day and say, I'm going to kick this world's ass because you can. I get that a lot too because like I mentor people and I find that a lot like, they don't validate the things that they're going through. Like, oh, I don't see spirits. I don't feel anything, but I want to. I'm like, but have you been dreaming them? Have you been like, do you get goosebumps? Do you feel like sometimes that you shouldn't go somewhere? That's your intuition. And people are like, really? I think the validation, I completely agree. Like, you have to validate yourself. You can't find it in anybody else because it doesn't matter what people tell you. If you don't believe it yourself, you're stuck in step one right convincing everyone else that you're awesome convince yourself that you're awesome you know a lot of people that i've known or that i work with they they tend to say like they leave everything up to like the orishas or their muertos or their you know spirit guides or whatever the case is and that magic doesn't work unless you're incorporating in it with you like for example when you venerate your ancestors or you're working with your spirit guides um, or the orishas or whatever you're working with they reciprocate your energy like if you're meeting up to their energy like okay i'm gonna harness this energy please help me out with this they're right there with you but if you can't wake that energy up yourself then you can't always just leave it up to something else um in the spiritual aspect as well yes because that is essentially giving yourself a pass you know you're giving yourself a spiritual pass to be like oh well i'm not responsible i left it to my saints i left it to my it but it when people do that what i always remind them of is like Oh, okay, but if somebody's attacking you, you go do protection work, don't you? You don't just go, oh, da-da-da-da, whatever, it'll be okay, I have wards. You should be able to just trust your wards. That's another thing. I'm like, anytime someone's always like, everybody's always attacking me, da-da-da-da-da, I'm like, do you not trust your spiritual, you not trust your ancestors, you not trust who you work with to have your back? Like... It's like lacking of faith, you know? Nobody's attacking you. It's your, it's you attacking you. <laughs> you're your worst enemy. <laughs> yes, bad things are happening because you're letting them happen to you. You're making bad choices. I did a video recently about that, um, how you pray to your, all your deity work, your spirit guides to protect you from your worst enemy and you're your worst enemy. <laughs> Contradicts what you're telling them. So it, you got to be careful with you being your own biggest enemy as well. Like you could be your own biggest advocate and the one that that you only need validation from and all these things. I mean, but it like also works in the opposite way. Yeah, if you're putting yourself down, you're going to 
be down. Like if you aren't like you doubt yourself, you put yourself down, you, you know, self like self-hatred is a real thing. Like the way everyone's always like self-love, self-love, self-hate is out there. And unfortunately, it's more common than we give like the title to, but it's there. And I com I completely agree with you. If you're there like asking your ancestors like, oh, bring me money, bring me this, bring me, you know, happiness and bring me this. But then you stay at home and don't try and interact don't try and make yourself happy. Don't try and look for a job. How are your ancestors supposed to feel? Isn't that disrespectful to be asking and then not putting in the work yourself? That's the way I've always looked at it. And that's the way I've always been taught. Everything, it works with action, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, yes, I'm going to go and I'm going to pray and I'm going to do whatever I need to do. And I will be blessed multiple times if I put in my part as well. If I say I'm going to go to the river nine times, I better be down at the shore nine times if I expect what I'm asking for. So Stacy, you work with a lot of herbs, right? And I recently started doing herb work because for whatever reason, it wasn't always my thing. Um, I always thought that I was kill plants. <laughs> so until like recently, like I actually started growing things. Like um, I'm a big uh, fan of orchids. So Orchids are so hard. Everybody says that, but I promise you that's like the, the only plant and herb that I have been able to keep alive, which is funny, right? Yes. Like, like, I'm like, congratulations, <laughs> man, because orchids you. are something else. I had to understand what the plant was and how the plant was working and kind of like feel their energy and like how they think in a way, right? Because they, they're conscious. I always feel so bad for them because they're so trapped they always seem so sad when i first get them anytime i get them at the store they're so sad their roots are all trapped in the little cages yeah. and so i've had some survive for a little while like where i undo their roots and i put them all on a moss like tree and like you know all of that and then i feel like it gets too dry here in summertime because it gets up to like a hundred and something like easily in summer yeah, yeah i can see that and they need a lot of moisture they need the humidity i think if i went yeah. in with like a if i put them somewhere with like a humidifier i could maybe keep yeah. them alive and they need vitamins a lot of people don't know that but well, because they they usually suck them the not suck suck the nutrients <laughs> from the tree right like yeah because they climb ever since like i started working that i was like okay maybe i could do something else maybe i could grow something else and then eventually my my passion for like actual herbs started but and then we know obviously you're an herbalist you work with herbs what is your favorite herb i'm gonna cheat a little bit my favorite herb isn't technically an herb i love cinnamon i <laughs> i i have trouble not putting cinnamon in every working or on everything <laughs> Because, um, I mean, cinnamon is a bark, first off. Like, it's a, it's a tree. It's, the bark is on the outside. They As it dries up, it comes off, and they collect it, and they, you know, put it. Um, but you can use it in so many ways. It's a catalyst. It helps make things happen. It's also good for abundance. It's good for money. It's good for prosperity. It's good for protection. It's good for just, like... It's good for everything. I hate to say it like that, but it's one of the few things that it's it can be used in so many ways that it's like kind of good for everything. If like you see on TikTok, blow the, the cinnamon in the door for money and prosperity. You can add cinnamon to spice up love workings. You can add cinnamon for uh, protection workings. It's just a very powerful, powerful thing. And then 
I'm a Leo Sun, Mercury, Mars. <laughs> and so um, uh, yeah, it's it's it has a soft spot, you know, I love it. <laughs> well, cinnamon is a fire element, so <laughs> I can see that. And then um, past that, my big three are all in summer. I'm I'm a Cancer Moon in a Virgo rising. And so like, wow. oh, I'm very much a summertime fire type person. <laughs> That's your season, girl. Yeah. One of the herbs or the herb mixture that you have on Instagram, the Mala Mujer. Can we talk about that? Yes. Uh, that Mala Mujer is an herb on its own. It's a plant that grows in like northern Mexico, southwest U.S. Uh, so it's like native to the area. When it's fresh, it has like little spines and stuff. And so it makes, that's why it has that name. Like Mala Mujer, it sticks with you if you touch it. When it's fresh, it has those little pricklies, and there's nothing on your fingers. It's just there. Like, you feel the pricklies. Um, it's good for protecting, um, you know, your man. He's my man, not your man. Uh, it's good for, like, boundary setting in relationships. It's good for, uh, like, protection in that sense. But it's because it's, like, a, a nasty plant, even in when it's alive but get this some people eat the roots of mala mujer the top part of the plant all angry and and <laughs> like baneful looking and like don't mess with me don't touch me don't look at me wrong the bottom you can eat the roots uh the mala mujer it just grows around and you can look it up like that if you look up like mala mujer plant it'll come up like it's it's common enough that people can look it up like that And then what are the services that you offer? Because I know you offer, we mentioned like you're an herbalist, you sell herbs on on Etsy, on your Etsy shop. And you also do workings with Santa Muerte. What other services do you offer? I do have like workings on there, little, uh, at, there's a few different workings, um, you know, like protection, money, uh, love workings. Those are all uh, available through Etsy. I also do uh, tarot readings um, via like FaceTime, Zoom, stuff like that, and that's through Etsy. Um, I make custom stuff for people, like if uh, people message me and they're looking for like, like I had someone message me uh, about a truth serum or truth oil that they could use to get their husband to finally tell them the truth <laughs> if they were cheating or not. And so I made that for them, and that's not something I have on my shop. It was just, you know, like, hey, this is what I'm looking for, and you don't really have it, but all your other oils, like, I like to really make my oils, uh, I use sunflower oil, because, again, like, Leo and all of that stuff, I just, more power with the sunflowers. Um, but I put a lot of, like, herbs so that you can actually see it, you know, like, in my loved ones, you can see, like, a big, uh, or I have an attraction one and it has a big pink rose petal that got unrolled in the bottle. And so it gives you like a visual sense also of what the oil does, you know, like it's attractive, it's an attraction oil and it's an attractive looking oil. Um, pass, that's really pretty much what I, I don't offer uh, any other workings like aside from that. Um, in person down here in South Texas, if anyone's ever in the area, I do like cleanses, um, smoke cleanses and limpias and house cleanses, things like that. But those, I don't 
I, I wouldn't feel like that could translate over a phone. I know some people do like cleanses yeah. over a phone. I just don't. I'm a hands-on person. I don't feel like I could be like, ooh, and cleanse you. <laughs> <laughs> There's something that you would like the listeners to know about you. Like I said, I'm I'm a really happy, easygoing person. I am a person who likes to spread, I like to spread happiness around. And so I, I make the stuff for my shop. I do readings for people, but I'm also a mom and I'm a nurse. And so I care for people at a, a deeper level, you know, like I care for people spiritually and I want them to be happy. I care for people emotionally. I, I want them to succeed. I want them to do well. Um, you know, I care for people physically as a nurse and that's been a calling of mine since I was like, there's literally pictures of me at like three years old where I have like play stethoscopes and stuff like that. Like the need to help others and to help others in any way I can, be it like gifts that I've been given spiritually or education that I have out in the real world. It's just an innate part of me. You know, I can't not help people and I know that sounds like some savior like type like thing I don't know like some savior uh, complex yeah some savior savior complex but it genuinely comes from a place of like everybody goes through hard stuff I've been at the top of life you know like oh my god I just had a baby I have a great boyfriend I have a great job I got a car and a house and all of that I've also like I said I've been homeless I've lived out of my car I've wondered where my next meal was coming from I've struggled and so I understand that everybody has points in life where we're not at our best and nobody should be judged for stuff like that and so I guess the biggest thing I would say is to approach life with grace because you never know what's going on in other people's lives. And that's literally how I try and live mine. Just, you know, give everybody the benefit of the doubt that they're a good person. That warms my heart up. Their spirituality to help others. Yeah, and and sometimes people message me and I'll just tell them what to do. They'll be like, can you do a working for it? And I'll be like, no, here, you have power in your hands. Like you do this, this, and this, and you can take control of the situation. And it works. They'll message me back and be like, hey, it it worked. Because overall, like I said, it's about helping people. It's about making the world that we live in just a little bit better, if only for a little while, making things easier. Like, why, why make things complicated? Why make life harder for anyone or yourself? Just be easy. (laughs) Stay at peace. Be your peace and be everyone else's peace. <laughs> right. Where can the listeners find you? I have my Etsy shop. Uh, I'm on TikTok, um, and it's Sunshine Goddess Goods. I tried to make it across the board, so Sunshine Goddess Goods on Etsy, Sunshine Goddess Goods on TikTok and Instagram. I have a .com also that I don't update as much as I should. So check out the Etsy. <laughs> uh, I also am on. YouTube, I want to say, but it's not one of my major platforms. So primarily TikTok and Instagram. Definitely go check out Stacy. And if you're in the Texas, uh, I'm near Corpus Christi. Um, that's the closest, biggest city. <laughs> if you're in the area, hit up Stacy for some cleanings. Or I found it fascinating the whole uh, Santa Muerte rosary. So 
make sure you guys check that out. I'm like, even if you just come down and you don't get anything from me, let me show you around. There's amazing uh, culture and botanicas and yeberias and just shops galore down here. You can go home with a suitcase full of herbs and, and statues. Say no more. <laughs> Thank you again for having me on. This is the first podcast I've ever been on, I've ever been invited to. So thank you for inviting me and taking the time to listen to me talk about, you know, trying to get everyone to be a good person. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you guys for listening. Share this episode with someone who's on their spiritual journey. And if you guys would like to see more spiritual content, in the description below, there's a link where you guys could go straight to my Instagram and straight to my TikTok. Make sure to follow both because in both platforms, I have different content. So make sure to follow both. Once again, thank you guys for listening and have a great one.